Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Liam Makelam, KCBS foodie chap at Cento Osteria, Brannan Embarcadero in San Francisco. With me, two chefs, two for the price of one. Chef Donato Scotti, ciao. Ciao a tutti. And <laughs> Chef uh, Chris D'Andrea. Good enough. Ciao. Ciao. Uh, guys, I love that you have found each other, uh, a culinary union right here Absolutely. at this brand new spot, Cento, meaning 100. Perfect that you're at this address. Yes, couldn't have, I, I couldn't have happened better. 100, Brannon. 100, and Cento. And there is some history in this building way back when. Charles Fan, Slanted Door, had a brief tenure right here. Uh, a great spot right on the water, blue skies, the bay. What more could you want? Good food. That's the only thing that we... That was missing. And a rock star. Like Chris D'Andrea. Right Absolutely. Here. Did I demote you or promote you? Uh, chef de cuisine? Chef. Just call him Chef. 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 Deserve it. I, uh, we've uh, got to talk over the years. I've enjoyed your food, uh, Chef Chris, for many years. Uh, I love that you are making authentic Italian cuisine right here. And to eat here at Cento Osteria is really to take somewhat of a trip around, the, uh, around Italy, right? Exactly, yeah. We're learning a... A lot about all the different provinces. That's different than regions, so we're being a little bit more specific than just regional Italian food. So when we hear the words deep delve, you, you've gone really deep here, right, we Donato? Did. Yes, we go. It's based on experience through the year of, on eating in those little hole in the walls in uh, Rome, Siena, Pistoia, Bergamo, Brescia, you know, and learning all these beautiful uh, things that people do with, uh, with their food they grow in their backyard, you know, yeah. uh, and, and bringing it over to San Francisco. Well, thank the Lord that you are, because to eat here is an education, as well as uh, leaving with a happy tummy, you'll, you'll leave educated, because you have earmarked the provinces. With each dish, there's a little uh, indicator that tells you where the dish is from. Yes, it is, and uh, it's, it's uh, actually uh, inspired on a license plate that used to be on every car in Italy. Ah. So if you have like MI stands for Milano, Roma is the only one that actually had yeah. the whole word on it. But let's say NA is Napoli, TO is Torino. Whatever, you know. So what's the difference between a province and a region? Uh, a region would be the equivalent of a state, I would say. Yeah, sure. And then the province is actually the county. Right. County, so yeah. even smaller. So Absolutely, there are more yeah. provinces, obviously, than regions, right? A lot more. There's about a hun- over 100 provinces in Italy. Every region has about, I want to say, anywhere from uh, one, which is Valdosta, which is on, one, one, one only sure. province, to, I think, be- I believe Lombardy has like yeah. 15 of them or something like that. And today we're going to cook one dish from every region, right? One dish from every province, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> from every province. Uh, we're going to cook one dish. Chef Chris, what are we cooking today? We're going to make a whole wheat, whole grain pupper deli with a wild boar sugo. Oh, my word. I haven't mastered all my uh, provinces yet, so we'll have to go back to Donato to see where it's from. Well, let me tell you, this, that dish alone, just hearing those words, is making my mouth water. 
Tell me about this dish, Chef Donato. It's inspired on, on, a, on a typical dish of Tuscany, this particular one from the province of Grosseto. And it's pretty much you find it everywhere in Tuscany. What we did is uh, have a lot of different grain, flowers, and then the wild board, and, you know, make it really authentic. That's it. And what makes this pasta a great pasta to enjoy with this meat? Well, yeah, it's just not your regular white flour pasta with eggs and stuff. It's got a lot of flavors because of the whole wheat, the buckwheat, and the farro flour that are the main component of the actual dough. The, the, the regular flour is actually a very small percentage of yeah. it, so it gives it a lot more depth of flavor and also the braising of the wild board with the wine and the, the, the stock that Chris makes every day and all that stuff makes it really special. So, Chef Chris, for you, I know Italian cuisine, it's a passion of yours, but you're working, you're working with an authentic... Look, touch this guy. He's a real Italian. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the real deal. Yeah, obviously I was a little bit nervous in the beginning to make Italian food for a real Italian, but Donato likes to eat everything, so haven't had any complaints yet. And, you, and you, liked his, you liked his cooking? He passed the test? Yes, by far. He cooked us three pasta to me and another Italian chef who were very impressed. Right. We actually hired him on the spot, I think. Well right. done. Congratulations. And in your contract is a, is a yearly trip to Italy, is that correct? It should be, that's for sure. Oh, it's not on the contract? I think we're, we're going to have to read the contract. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better get to this dish before he starts kicking me. Chef, where do we begin? Let's take it away. So, we have our finished wild boar uh, sugo. We took the big pieces of meat and kind of shredded them down into smaller pieces. Uh, and we left all that nice cooking liquid in there too. Then we'll go over to the pupper deli, rolled out into perfect shapes here by Donato with his bare hands a little while ago. Uh, you'll notice we have a bunch of flour all over it. If you're going to take the time to make it at home, you want to make sure you get some uh, rice flour or semolina flour, which yeah. will help them from uh, sticking. Sure. It's uh, terrible to make all these pastas and then waste your time because they all back in together in one big clump. So, Well, folks, if you've just joined us, we're at Cento, Osteria, on Brannan, Embarcadero, San Francisco. You eat here. Uh, of course, all the pasta made in-house right here on property in the kitchen. Uh, and to eat here, to dine here, is to take a, is to take a trip uh, all over Italy. Uh, cuisine from different provinces. Uh, and one more time, this dish today we're making, it is... Wild boar sugo with pappardelle integrale. My gosh, you've got it down. He's doing all right, isn't he? I'm in the kitchen with Chef Chris, Chef Donato. So uh, the pan is boiling. Uh, we have our wild boar all ready to go. What's next? Well, let's uh, boot the pasta, as boot Donato pasta. says. That means, what does that mean? Drop the pasta in Drop the water. The so we're lucky enough to have a big pasta boiler here. Yep. So I'll pick one basket. Uh, it's important to separate the pieces of pasta as you drop them in. As I talked about earlier, if... Uh, you don't take the time, they might all cook into one big clump. You don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. Gosh, that's what I've been doing wrong all these years. <laughs> yeah. Come over to my house for one big clump of pasta. So then we'll get our wild boar into our pan with some of that braising liquid that came along with it. And by the way, if you've just joined us, we're not literally grabbing a big wild boar and putting the big wild boar in the pan. We've prepared it. It's been... <laughs> it's been... <laughs> that's a big boar. <laughs> anyway, it's in the pan there. And tell me about the jus. What, what's, what's the Italian word for the, for the jus? The French sugo. say jus? Sugo. Sugo. Yeah. sugo, right? sugo. As, said, sugo. as said in the recipe. Exactly. Sugo. Sugo. Yeah. Always sounds better when you say it. Uh, chef, I know this menu, it's a personal one for you. Recipes from provinces across Italy that you love. But there's a couple of nods on the menu to Grandma, right? Yes. There's uh, the Casoncella Bergamasca, which is... Uh, Deep in my heart, engraved in my heart. Is which that the is dish? Uh, we had that for lunch. Amazing. 
And you won't share the recipe with me, will you? No. Uh, I, will, I will have to kill you if I, I do. thought you loved me. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as my grandma. Yeah, no, hey, listen. I cannot compete with grandma. I no, cannot no, compete with grandma. No way. No way at all. All right, chef. So, wild boar in the pan. Pasta's cooking. We tasted the sauce. Maybe it needs a little salt or a little pepper. Uh, That's up to you to decide. Then we'll add a couple pieces of butter. Butter? Butter, indeed. Julia Child would say butter. Butter in the pan. I like to use just as much olive oil as butter. Yeah. Makes it a little bit fresher and fruitier. Did you hear that, chef? Olive oil and butter, not just butter, huh? Yeah, but you know, where I come from, as you see on the cousin side, there's brown butter in the sauce. Yeah. So butter is part of the cuisine. I mean, yeah. there's influence from the French and all the stuff. So, you know, the, the only olive oil part is more of southern yeah. Italian cuisine. So we, have, we use all of them. So it would, it would be naughty to not put in a little bit of butter. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Chef, so, so pasta? Now, our, our pasta's been cooking for two or three minutes, and that'll all depend on when you made it, how long it's been in the fridge. Uh, so again, you just have to taste and decide how you like it. But a good rule of thumb is you want to take it out of the water maybe just 70 or 80% of the way so that you can finish cooking it with your sauce. So I left my sauce a little bit loose, and now I'm going to kind of boil it down all together so I can flavor the pasta a little bit more. So that'll take another minute or two. Since we added the butter and the olive oil, it'll get nice and shiny and a little bit thick. Right before it's done, I'm going to add just a little pinch of cheese, maybe some herbs. I like some parsley, mint, whatever you like, and that'll basically be it. All those words live large in my culinary vocabulary. Cheese, butter, my word. And Donato, just have to ask you, as as the real Italian here in the kitchen, uh, what are the tenets of every good Italian dish? What's at the core of every good Italian dish? Passion. Passion. Yes. Yeah. You gotta love what you do. Yeah. Now that in comes order from to make you. it good make it taste good, yeah. you gotta love what you do. Yeah. So uh, but in terms of the ingredients, what ingredients will you almost always find in a good Italian dish? Well you just said it, olive oil usually and then braising the meat and caramelizing the vegetables when yeah. you're cooking for a long time and sure. you know of course the fresh product product produce and all that kind of stuff always are very important and aren't we lucky to be here in the bay area the, the bounty we get to enjoy right here yeah. and uh, i gotta say chris does a lot of work on that he works on the, what's available today what can we change on the menu what can we put on and so he's uh, definitely worth uh, the time and, and the result always shows sure. yeah. and so chris of course what the garden grows and what the the farmer offers will end up on the menu here exactly yeah that's my my ultimate goal is to just change the menu as often as possible. One, to get the best, freshest ingredients, but also just because it's more fun to cook like that. We all get bored cooking the same thing every day, so yeah. it's one of no, my ways wait, to keep not, everyone not excited. A, not in this kitchen. But definitely not the cassonse, maybe some of the other dishes. Uh, I'd have to ask you, Chef Chris, I know you've worked with pasta, all manner of pasta. Uh, is there anything new you've learned uh, about sort of pasta uh, and making Italian cuisine with Donato? Yes, definitely. One thing I learned uh, was making a specific pasta dish, like the most classic Roman pasta dish, cacio e pepe. Ah. I always tried to cook it in a pan, and then I learned from Donato that the best way is to not cook it, not get the cheese too hot so it stays really fresh and fragrant. What about that? Cacio e pepe. Cacio e pepe. Cacio e pepe. There we go. So, pasta, 
wild boar all in the pan right there you just added a little bit of water a yeah, little moisture it, it might have gotten a little bit thick you might have put too much butter or cooked it a little too long so you can always just add a little bit of your pasta water or some more chicken stock or veggie stock just to thin it out so now we're basically done we're gonna add some herbs I like parsley and I like whole leaves too so you can actually chew on them and taste them what about that and what about this kitchen chef Chris I uh, know this is radio, theater of the mind. Use your imagination, folks. But picture this scene, open kitchen, uh, and you get to look out the bay, Muni passing. Uh, you've got a great view right here. Exactly. As cooks, we're way too often shoved in the back room with no light, no sun, no air. So really lucky to be able to see outside and, and also see all your guests, see if they're enjoying the food. Well, you lucked out when you got this gig, didn't you? Definitely. <laughs> more, more ways than one. Uh, so to finish off... We'll just top it with a little cheese. We're using grana padana right now, but you can have pecorino or parmesan or anything you like. And then, of course, we love olive oil, so we'll top it off with some olive oil. Look at that. All right. Absolutely delicious. Ready. I can't wait to have a bite and will. Uh, Chef Donato, thank you so very much, my friend. Always Chef Chris. Always a pleasure. Yeah, Hope thank you both you. so very much. And actually, I'm going to uh, let you both have the last word. Donato first. Cento. Asteria, why should folks come and pay you a visit? Why should they come? Because uh, we, we, we bring you to Italy. We bring you in a trip to Italy with Chef Chris, who's going to cook amazing food. That's Chef why. Chris, to add? Yeah, that's the, that's the whole point. We just want to make good food in a good environment. Um, the menu's going to change a lot. We're going to have the freshest stuff, and we're going to be excited about serving it to you. Well, listen, uh, I'm already a fan. Folks, do yourself a favor. Come explore the menu. Take a trip to some of the provinces of Italy. Take a trip around the country. Uh, you'll be happy you did. Uh, we're going to share this recipe with the folks at home. Uh, more on Chef Chris's story and Donato's story. And more info on when you can come here to Cento Osteria. You'll find it at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. Ciao. Ciao. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.